Hello. Hello, welcome to the book club haters book club. Yay! I'm Nur <laughs> and I'm Tia, and we are your hosts. So, what are we doing with this podcast, Nur? We're essentially uh, two people who hate book clubs, and we've decided to form our own <laughs> book club where we discuss <laughs> niche things like genre, our thoughts on the genres and themes and tropes, and our reading habits our reading habits and yeah. books in general yay books yay love books great well, how do we start how do we start we'll go i guess we'll just go straight to the first part uh, part how's your reading habit for last year happy new year by the way oh my god yeah happy new year um i set a goal to read 20 books which was i think five books more than the previous year in 2017 mm-hmm. and i read 30 books! Yay. 10 more! Yay! That was fun. And I only... I've decided to just like, fuck it. I'm gonna read whatever I want. And there is no one... No one's gonna have to judge me. As opposed to what? Because I used to want to like, read diverse genres. Right. Like, I want to do serious adult literature and like, classics. And I'm like, nope. I'm all in for romance now. Okay. How is yours? Um, I set out to read 55 books. Crazy. Which I think is the most I've done. Because I'm a slow reader. Mm. Um, it, it, it took a toll on my wallet. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> which I try to make sure every time I go to... Like, I had to go to the UK within a time span of five months twice. Right. So I went to secondhand bookstores where I buy cheap <laughs> books. Which is like... The, Two to five pounds books. Do you know, like, your total expenses for books in 2018? I try not to make it because I think it will make me sad. But the thing is, like, books are not things I mind spending money right. on. yeah, definitely. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't know, like, I just don't spend my money on much else other than bills and utilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I ended up reading, I would say, actually, 57 books, not 55. <gasps> Such an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one of them is the Quran. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> didn't put that in the Goodreads. Um, the other one was my friend Sylvia's book, but mm-hmm. it wasn't on Goodreads yet. Oh, I So hate I that. didn't put it in. Right. Yeah. So I read Sylvia's book. That only took me like five minutes to read, though. Not sure if that counts. Is it like a children's book? Uh, she wrote and drew a book of supportive animals. <gasps> yeah, like I, I had the same calendar. Oh. That I send you pictures of every single month. It was great. It was great. Yeah, so I have those. I crack that open every time I'm feeling a bit down. Have you been a bit of adventurous with your reading? For 2018? Yeah. Um, I think I read more non-fiction books than ever. How's that? Uh, Interesting, because I used to think that I hate reading Mm non-fictions until I realized I just hate the subjects of the books that I've read in Mm. the past. But this time around, I was reading more much like, popular nonfiction, so like, they were more easy to digest. Right. So the language wasn't as like stilted, I guess. Yeah, because they were not like they were based on research, but they were friendlier, mm, more layman's yeah, yeah. term. I love that. They're like just basically Twitter threads, but in book form. <laughs> Twitter threads. Twitter and threads and you would form. think people say, "What are books? Who are you?" It's not like you were born yesterday. I don't know what books are. They're Twitter threads, aren't they? Printed. How about this year? What's your plan for your reading behavior? I want to be more. Uh, I still really like to read 
mostly romance if I can, because mm-hmm. they do bring me joy and comfort. But I do want to diverse myself within that genre, especially mm-hmm. regarding the characters and the authors that I'm going to be looking at. In what way? So for the authors, I'm really looking at Southeast Asian and ma- mainly Asian okay. writers, because I feel like I've been reading a lot of white people. Mm. I mean, American, I would say. American, right? yeah, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. It's it. Okay, so I read this one book, which is like really, really good. Um, that was set in the Ta- Tang Dynasty in China. Name drop the book. Oh God, fuck! Hold on, let me just find it. <laughs> The book is called The Sword Dancer by Jenny Lin. Ooh. Yeah, and it's uh, basically about this woman who is a sword dancer, which is basically like you dance gracefully with a sword. With a sword. I know shit. Right. And then she turns out to be like this. Um, she's not just a dancer with a sword. She's actually like a martial artist who had to disguise herself. Uh-huh. And she's running away. Uh-huh. And there's this bounty hunter guy who's okay. like... I need to catch, like, this wanted person. Mm-hmm. And then they go basically chasing each other. Each, yeah, he chases her all over the country. <laughs> and it's amazing. China's so big, though. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> it, it takes place over, like, a couple of months. So okay. it makes sense. And it's super fun. Oh, I didn't say it was unrealistic. Just yeah. China's <laughs> it's so big. Like, it's, it's huge. It's like, a, yeah, it's great. And I thought that was really my first forays into non-western uh-huh. landscapes right. in books and i was like yes i need more of this because i used to read stuff like that mm. in manga and i don't read manga anymore it's just so sad can i see the cover it's this one. Ah, it's pretty it is pretty mm. yeah i got into a lot of asian literature in the past two three years oh yeah and i feel like they're really really underrated like i like reading singapore lit mm. because I feel a lot of connection to Singapore because I lived there for three years. Right. Um, as much as there are a lot of really good books there, there are also a lot of really bad books. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. yeah. Like, but um, the ones that I've read, like when they're good, they're really, they're really, really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Why do you think they're underrated? Is it because like I guess because they don't really get that much attention? I think so, especially internationally. But also when I when I was living there, I think. Singlet was not taken very seriously. Hmm. People were a bit, I don't know, like my peers were very skeptical of them. Um, but to be fair, my peers were also people who read a lot of Western philosophers right, and right. stuff. Um, and maybe during that time, the culture of local literature wasn't really that great. Hmm. But the quality have gotten so good the past few years. Like, I always seek the books that are winner of the um, one of the book prize prizes there. I think it's like I can't remember the name. Oh, the Epigram book right, prize. Right. So every time I know, like the quality is going to be really good. Mm. So the one I think the one that won last year, or maybe it didn't win. I don't know, but it's a book. The one like my favorite would be a book called State of Emergency, mm-hmm. which is about um, the Internal Security Act where people just get in prison without any trial whatsoever. Right. Uh, and it went across three generations of a family. The book was so good. It was just so intense. I was screaming at it and stuff. <laughs> it was really good. Like, yeah. State of Emergency by Jeremy Tiang. Did it win? Let me check my Goodreads. 
it did win Singapore Literature Prize for Fiction finalist. Maybe it didn't win. Okay. <laughs> it's a finalist. Yeah, it's a good book. Okay, what are you? What are your plans for reading this year? Um, thirty books. Woo! Yeah, less, less than, than ever. Actually, think. Yeah. <laughs> um, saving money. Saving money, but I'm also going to be doing a lot of rereads this year. Ooh, I love rereads. Because last year, several books that I was reading were, like, the sequels came out. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand any of it. <laughs> Wait, what do, what do you mean? Because I read the, like, the first two, for instance, right? ages ago. Oh, so you don't and, remember it. Yeah, and because some of the books are really kind of thick. So I just didn't reread before. Mm. Um the sequel do you reread books a lot or like is no that something you do the only book i reread a lot is harry potter and i haven't read harry potter in like three years do you still remember it <laughs> i remember the plot <laughs> yeah i do but i was I, I tried reading it last year but i think i've outgrown it Ooh, yeah that's something hard like i'm sure if i take the time to just because i try reading it again and then i realize i'd rather be reading something else <gasps> yeah but I think if I am in the right mindset to read it, yeah, Yeah. I would happily read it again. But it's just that J.K. Rowling has been kind of problematic the past two years or so that I'm a bit turned off to (laughs) read it. And it's so weird because I'm not in the Harry Potter thing at all. Like, I'm ambivalent towards it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, but like, all around me are Harry Potter fans, so I kind of have to like... I look at you guys. <laughs> yeah, you, and see like, the uh, the fire there. Osmosis <laughs> effect, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. I think at some point I will reread it again. Maybe I should make a plan to read it. They're, the books are really long. That's one thing. It's probably like the longest book I've read, other than the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> longest books you've read. Longest book is Quran and then Harry Potter <laughs> and uh, Deathly Hallows. <laughs> I do a lot of rereads um, every year. My, I reread at least maybe like the same five, ten books <laughs> each year. Right. So I don't know. Do I count that within my reading? I would say, yeah, I would, I would count it because I don't get people who say that it doesn't count. It's still, it's still you're reading, not, right? If your resolution is read 30 new books, right. different stories right. together. Yeah. Hmm. Not really. I, I, I really love rereading because it's very mm. comforting. Like, you know what's going to happen, but... You're also like catching all the little details mm. that you kind of missed out. Yeah. Nice. What else do I want to do this year? I want to try to read at least one Malay book. Oh, God. I have no idea. I went to Jayan uh-huh. this morning. <laughs> I went to a bookstore there. Like, I don't know. They were selling like school children books. And then I, I looked through. I was like, I don't. And none of these appeal to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Malay books are a bit different. They're a different beast altogether, mm. I think. Especially if you're looking for them um, in local stores. They don't really have much of a selection. Because they have romance mostly, right? Oh, God. Yeah, they have rom- uh, Malay Are you romance. into those kind of romances? <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> I used to be a really huge uh, Malay romance novel fan that mm-hmm. I would read possibly 50 books, 50 novels. And you have to buy these fucking novels, you know? In a year? In a year. Um, so yeah, much. when I was a teenager. Mm. I would just devour them. But, and when I was um, studying in the UK where, you know, there aren't any Malay books. How'd you get those books then? I shipped, I bought them from Lord. a Malaysian site, shipped them, <laughs> paid the extra shipping cost to have them shipped to UK. Dedication. Like, that was, yeah, that was how much I loved that, uh, that, 
I guess, uh, yeah, that's, that was how much I love Malay that romance no- novels, yeah. yeah. But now, I think, because I get so frustrated with Malay Because it's the novels. same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing. Yeah. And the men are always assholes. Yeah. And they're like, obviously they are assholes in um, Western uh, books as well, but mm-hmm. Malay romance novels, there are no guys that start out decent Mm. they always start out disgusting (laughs) and stay disgusting and stay throughout the like the book and it's like they haven't really changed it's the woman who has just learned to keep quiet adapt stockholm syndrome yeah i guess it does feel like that and i'm like oh god i'm done i told my colleagues this that i want to read at least one malay book this year and one of them said it's not going to be the same because if you read a malay novel Mm -hmm. it's mostly dialect Malaysian yes. dialect. Like, my purpose of wanting to read a Malay novel is to improve my Malay. Like, Malay, my Malay is pretty good. Like, I can write it. I can understand right. it. But I've never read a Malay book. Like, with standard Malay? Yeah. Like, as an adult, I've never. Like, as a child, I read a lot. Mm. But, I don't know, like, if anyone have any recommendations of a good Malay novel, yeah. can you please tell me? Because I have no idea where to start. No, I, I mean, if it's... A romance? I guess I'll take it. I don't know. But it has they all have the same format and the yeah. same kind of like language. formula and language. Yeah. So you're not really getting anything new from so that. So no romances. Yeah. My my friend also said uh, the other alternative is to read like Nabi Muhammad stories. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just it. Sometimes they're a bit boring. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I once did try to read... Um, Profit stories mm. to improve my Malay because mm. my Malay was pretty bad, um, but I just fell asleep. <laughs> so oh, no. yeah, but I do yeah. think that I've heard that there are a lot of more fun ones now, or at least like mm. a, a more accessible language. With drawings and stuff. Yeah, with drawings. Mm. Oh, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Mm. I still need to find the right Malay book. I don't know where to go to find them. Not locally. I think online is better. Okay, mm. have a look. Do you want to move on to our next section? Yes. Okay. Okay. Question time. Let me ask you a question first. Right. Okay. You get to live inside a book for a week. Your safety is guaranteed and you are the hero. What book do you choose? I'm the hero. I would say, because I'm such a fan, Uh the Kate Daniel series, um, all of them, um... The first one, maybe, the first one, which is Magic Bites by Ilona Andrews. And it's about this woman. Of course, she has a sword, because apparently that's my thing. <laughs> and she's like um, downtrodden. And at, at, in the beginning of the book, she's like kind of beat up because she's a mercenary mm. and she uh, kills things for money. And then towards the end, she kind of finds like peace, like a place in her life. And I. I want that. <laughs> you want to find peace in your <laughs> life. You don't care about life. the sword. <laughs> <laughs> With my sword at my side. <laughs> and she's badass. Okay. So, like, that's something I you want. You want to be badass. I want to be badass. How about the environment that you're going to be in? How's that like? Oh, my God. So, the book, um, the world that the Kate Daniel series mm. is set in, is basically an apocalypse has happened. Like, you want 
of all the things you could choose, you decide that you want to go into an apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> this is the only time I would agree to like, I want to go to an apocalypse place. <laughs> yeah. Apocalyptic era. Yeah. So it's, uh, so there's magic and there's technology. So, mm. um, so it's steampunk ish. Not really, but it's okay. like how they like kind of, um, switch from one to another, like technology comes alive and then magic waves sweep, swim in and then like all of the technology kind of dies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a bit more fun. No, I don't, I don't know what to ask you. <laughs> Fuck. Anything, anything as simple as possible, your favorite book, whatever. Right. Um, what is the worst character in a book that you've read? Oh, I, I've, <laughs> I've spoken to you about this. So I read this book called My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Otessa Moshfer last mm. year. The character's name is... I'm telling you now, no fucking idea what the character's <laughs> name is. But basically, they decided they want to take a year off. Right. And this happened during the year coming up to 9-11. Mm. So they took a lot of drugs. Basically, they just wanted to sleep for a year. And oh. their behavior was so shitty throughout the whole book to, towards themselves, towards everybody. They, like, like, this character is under the impression that she's hot shit. And oh. she is because she looks like a model. She inherited money from her parents who are dead. Mm-hmm. And she keeps getting money because they have a house and she keeps renting them out. So she's living in like Manhattan and stuff. Right. And um, her friend is anorexic and is always like coming to her asking for help and stuff like that. And she's always like, ugh, this person is so below me. Her character is That's absolutely so bad. Terrible. Yeah, the character is absolutely Everyone in the book, except uh-huh. maybe the person who owns the bodega, they're all really What's a bodega. Ter- it's Kadairunjin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone in the book is horrible. Right. But I absolutely love this book. Like, I love it so much. It's just. For the writing? For the story itself? The story itself is like, as a, even if her character is really horrible. Right. I still really love how she. Her, her character is really not appealing, but. She carries her experience with you mm. because it's not just about her sleeping in for a year. It was also that she kept going in and out of sleeps. Mm-hmm. And then during the time when she thinks she's conked out, she's actually going out partying. Her body is out partying. What the fuck? But she's under the impression that she's asleep. So she, she probably had bipolar. <laughs> That's why. No, not bipolar. Um, young multiple personal, personality disorder. DPD, I think it's called. Okay, never mind. I don't know. What yeah, that I don't know. Is. Yeah. Okay. The book is really good. I would give it to you, but I think you would hate it so much. I think so too, because that's yeah. not my kind of thing. Yeah, no, but like, Macham, with this book, right, I didn't think I would hate the character. When I first read the blurb, mm-hmm. I was like, I really, really want to read this. Like, it appeals to me so much. And then I just hate the character so much. Yeah, But it's so good. I don't know how you can, like, just push through, because I, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't know how I push through, because then... Narrative is really good. Right. I think that's probably why. Mm. Yeah. I think it's your turn. <laughs> My turn to what? Are we done with question time? We're done with question time. Great, we're Move done. on to the next section then. Um, our final section is genre talk. Genre and today talk. we're going to talk about science fiction. And I guess I'll have to like explain what science fiction is. Sure. 
Okay. So science fiction is a kind of speculative fiction, um, but it's more rooted in science in comparison to fantasy, which is more rooted in, I would say, myth and lore, like paranormal and stuff like that. But science fiction is more technological. Sure. Not even listening to you right now. (laughs) Keep talking. God damn it. (laughs) But yeah, sure. So, um, one one of the, like, popular books from this genre is the first one was probably Frankenstein by Mary Shelley and apparently I didn't know this but um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams is a sci-fi do you like Hitchhiker's Guide? no not because I I just yeah it's just not my thing I'm I can't get into the writing style the language right? yeah the language is a bit of a turn off for me and I think that's that's kind of similar to my approach with sci-fi in general. Like, the language is really inaccessible mm. for me. Okay. Um, okay, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what about you? Do you read sci-fi? Um, I do-ish. Ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, okay, remember this one book that I recommended to you that you really, really enjoyed? Invisible Planets. Contemporary yeah. Chinese science fiction. The the three body problem, right? I mean uh, the, no, the three same, body problem. The same author from that. Uh wasn't it? One of the author is one of the contributors from Invisible Planets. Oh God. Yeah, I like that. But I don't even remember what the hell happened. Invisible Planet? Yeah. Honestly, I think it's a really, really good science fiction book. I think I remember liking it, but I don't remember yeah. it. No, because there were so many stories in there. That's why That's I remember why. one story where um the world flips. Yeah. Yeah. So there are, I think there are like four worlds and then it just flips and flips and flips. And then like, um, this world gets a sun today. They take turns. Right. Getting the sun. And then the story about the maid who was taking care of old people. I think I just I think out. you need to reread. <laughs> yeah, I just blacked out from this like, book. Like, what happened? <laughs> but you did like it, right? I remember liking it. Yeah. I have no idea what happened. Now. I remember you raving it to me when yeah. I told you to read it. Yeah, um, I think that's a really good book um, because partly the language is very accessible. Right. Yeah. And I remember that. It was good. And mm. it was, I remember like liking the way the language flowed. Mm-mm. No idea what happened. Because the translator is really good. <laughs> I definitely agree. Yeah. I mean, that's I think, one thing too. Okay, like, maybe science fiction I have a bit of a difficult relationship. To, I want to like science fiction, but more often than not, science fiction written by white men, I don't really like. I have the same issue. Yeah. Um, and also that the fact that science fiction written by men mm. usually have women characters that are terrible. Okay, do you want to know a book? I should recommend you this. Yes. Um, so the mother... The mother. The mother. The mother. Um, Ursula K. Le Guin. Oh. She okay. has ri- she writes exclusively um, science fiction. Right. But she writes it from a very anthropological point of view. And um, one of her book, which I've read and I really like, but the language is a bit difficult also. Mm. So she has a book called The Left Hand of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Which is about down. creatures um, slash humans in a different planet where there's no such thing as gender. 
Mm-hmm. She writes in a really good anthropological way. It's a method of writing that I'm used to reading. So I don't know if other people would get into it. But I did I did read it and thought it was a bit complex, Pulang. I think that's the case for all sci-fi. Yeah, because they you have to transcend complex. from the reality. Yeah. I think that's... That's the thing I have trouble with, mm. I think. I think we've talked about this before, and about how kind of before going into reading a, mm. a sci-fi book, you have to like prepare your mind like mentally. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm going to like clear your mind of all, um, what is it called? Some previous ideas and yeah. concepts and you have to accept new things. But that's not the problem. The problem is the language, right? Because I've read some sci-fi books that I thought, was it has a complex problem, but the language is easy enough for me to understand. I guess I just haven't read those kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you've read, probably. you have read it. You've read um, Tree Body Problem. Yeah, by I don't know how to say the. Name. I don't know how to say their name. <laughs> I, either, I don't want to get it wrong. But yeah, um, and then you've read Invisible Planets. Yeah, and you enjoyed both because the language is really easy. Yeah, but I think that was like more like skaliskala, um, you know. It doesn't really like happen always for me because some of the, I'm really interested in space operas actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, like um, what's a space opera? Star Trek is basically a space opera. I recommended you a space opera recently, but you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Meeple. I don't know. Maybe not now. No, <laughs> with the one with Paris Hilton in it. That's a space opera. It has music. I love literally, Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. that, that's not space a book. Opera, though. Yeah, um, that's really good. Um, okay, what's a space opera? Space opera is basically like drama and mm. very campy, I guess. Mm. But it happens on a spaceship. But as the thing is, science fiction is meant to be a bit campy, but I think a lot of writers really take it too seriously. I think that's my problem too. I yeah. get really bored with their seriousness. Why don't you like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? That was a bit too fantastical even. There, it's, it's re- That's what it is. It is fantastical. It is fantastical, but and it was, I think when I read it at the time, it was too fantastical for mm. me. So I think there's a balance that I haven't really yet reached or like found with like a single book, with unless maybe like the three-body problem, which is really complicated too. Yeah, you told me to read it ASAP and I understood none of it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I remember going into uh, the three-body problem and I'm like, okay, this is going to take a while. Yeah. And it took me a long time to just, like, sort things out, like, what's happening with what and how mm. things happened. And that's really kind of... Yeah, it does take a, a toll. And if the language is really inaccessible, I, I can't have that energy to do that. I have a problem with visualizing things. Mm. So I like watching science fiction a lot, but I can't read it. I'm not saying I can't read it. I don't know how to read it because I can't visualize it. I can't do that transcending thing. Where they like but talk I love about the controls. And yeah, stuff. but I, I know like I'm I'm not meant to understand it or anything. It doesn't necessarily mean I have to understand yeah. it. Yeah. Um, like I love reading comics mm. and that's sci-fi too. Yeah. Um, but if you give me a science fiction novel, uh, like people have tried giving me Terry Pratchett, and I'm like I I can't digest this. Like, yeah, I can't digest Terry Pratchett Yeah, either. but what... Um, Ready Player One 
mm-hmm. um, by something. Wait, I have, I have it. I have it. Yeah. Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Yeah. Um, I read that one and I did enjoy that. And I had a talk with my friend mm-hmm. who would be into those kind of books. And I asked them, have you read this? And they said, yeah, but I can't get into it. I told him it's, the language is easy enough for you to understand. But he said, I don't understand the 80s and 70s references, so I can't really enjoy it. Oh. That's the opposite of me. Like, I understood those references, so I was okay with it. Do you want to explain what the book was about? It's first? about... Oh, watch the movie. It was out last year. <laughs> it was, wasn't yeah. it? I don't know how to s- describe the book. It's been a while since I read it. Like, I liked it, but I did have a problem with how it depicts the female character. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. it's basically a book that's, like, your life is set in the gaming world. It's basically f- our obsession with social media, but with gaming. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. so people plug in and they go into the game, they get money and stuff like that. But the real environment around them is, like, piss poor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people are just investing their time into this vis- virtual thing, but not, not investing time in right, their right. real life. Ooh. Yeah, with this poverty happening around them. That is really deep stuff. <laughs> yeah. I do really enjoy that book, though. Hmm. Yeah. Would you give sci-fi a chance this year? I would. Mm. But I think... Yeah, I would. But I would only do it if it had a heavy romance element. Hmm. <laughs> if it's just like this theory, that concept, I'm like, nope. Can I give you uh, a book... It doesn't necessarily have romance in it. Something light, at least. Uh, it is quite light. And I remember talking to you about this book. We talk and a lot about books. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and you were like, this book sounds ridiculous. It's a book called An Excess Mail by Maggie Shen King. I remember this. Yes. <laughs> Where basically yes. a woman... It's a... Mon- no, not... Poly... Po- poly- no... No, polygamy, polyandry environment. Okay. Because of um, China's uh, one-child policy, uh, there was too many men and too little women, so some women have to marry multiple men. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if there's any romance. There's a lot of gay stuff in it, too. (laughs) Cool. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't know if you want to read. That's quite thick, though. What is it with science fiction? And, like, their books are kind of always... Thicker than I would prefer them to. Hitchhiker's Guide is not that thick. Yeah, I didn't read it through, so. Okay, maybe you should start simple and read Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Can we make that one of the books this year then? Uh, Sure, have that for March's book then. I want to read Six of Crows for my next one. Wait, what's my. When's mine? February. February. February, okay then. Oh no, we're reading that. February, March is yours. February, March. And March, April, mine. Uh, June, July, then. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in June and July. (laughs) Give one science fiction book a chance. Yes. That's the book we're giving a chance this year. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Great. Um, That's the podcast. So, we're doing our book club. Yep. (laughs) Why do you... (laughs) Wait, we haven't uh, haven't even told people what what we're going to read. So, um, what's a book club, first of all? (laughs) It's where we discuss one book, and we read one book a month or so, Yeah, and we discuss it. So this month, the next month, from January to February, it's I'm picking the book, and I'm picking a book 
called The Body is Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love by Sonia Renee Taylor. It has a beautiful cover. The cover is really pretty. Yeah. It's about um, fat shaming and uh, self-love and how to heal wounds. <laughs> this is some deep yeah. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to join us, just, yeah, just join i guess join oh yeah follow our we have a twitter we have a twitter we have a twitter you guys um uh, follow us on twitter at we hate book clubs no what the hell is our (laughs) (laughs) our twitter is at book club haters wow yeah that's it at book club haters yeah (laughs) um is that all yeah that's it okay have a good reading month ahead of you (laughs) same to you um Bye. Bye.